It's Tennessee Titans talk, and fellas, we're about 15 minutes after Baltimore beats Tennessee 2013. We've been all getting a lot of uh, consolatory type text, and that kind of makes it worse in a way. I'm not in the mood for <laughs> much more football after this. Uh, we knew this would be a tough game. It has been. Initial thoughts. We'll start with you, Landon. The one time our defense actually shows up is the time that Arthur Smith and Mike Vrabel decide to become cowards. Yeah, just overall disappointment. I mean, you know, we know how the season went. We were 11-5, and five, which was a miracle to begin with. And the defense, you know, they played well today. They played better than they played all season. Um, but we saw some uncharacteristic things from Derrick Henry, from Ryan Tannehill, and that is really what, what did us in. You know, a couple plays here and there, it might have gone the other way, but it's, it's, it's game time, and, uh, you know, we did not have our best team on the field. Yeah, we had uh, come back and won um, this type of game a lot this year. It just uh, wasn't going to happen today. Uh, being a bad third-down team on defense really caught up to us. Initial thoughts for me, Dory Jackson, really. Uh, that two months off that he had really caught up to him. Landon alluded to the fact that we weren't <clears throat> not super aggressive uh, from a play-calling standpoint or decision-making standpoint. That surprised me. I figured we'd go out punching, right, big fella? And that, that, that's disappointing. We, we weren't creative. We've seen Arthur Smith call some masterful games where he had a bunch of different looks. He had, you know, he was getting the our, our playmakers the ball creatively in space and different looks, and and we didn't do that today. We we talked about it throughout the game. I would have loved to see an AJ Brown jet sweep and just kind of use him the way we need to, or get Derrick Henry in space. I mean, how many times did Derrick Henry run up the middle to to nothing? Um, when he could have just bounced some stuff outside and you know do some outside zone plays and that's some simple simple stuff we didn't get anything really going our way as creative as we were throughout the season at times uh, with our play calling I knew on that first drive when we were three and out it we've had so many well engineered first drives it really surprised me um, landing as objectively as you can be what what happened with Derrick Henry today well they just kept loading up the line of scrimmage they had four down linemen almost every play, generally two more guys on the line of scrimmage. So they always either had a numbers advantage or they had Judon or Ngakwe going up against our tight end. Swain got blown up several times because he's not as strong as Janu. And we just kept running into that. We had some big gains to the tight end early in the middle of the field. We didn't see that any of the second half. Mike Vrabel, who usually is ballsy, even to to a fault, he's always going to try and go out swinging. We're, we're on their 40, fourth and two. Mm-hmm. We yeah, have a chance to game. convert, yeah. and we punt, and for what reason? The field change is negligible. Either we score on that drive after getting the conversion, or we turn it over. It's 20 yards, and at that point, 20 yards doesn't matter that much when that was the best drive of the second half. We had some momentum. Derrick Henry had one of his two good runs today, and we just went away from it. <clears throat> it's easy to have hindsight on that now, but his lack of confidence in his offense – that was the game, right, John? I felt like earlier in that drive when Derrick Henry had to come off, it just kind of threw him off, and they just they literally punted, uh, figuratively and literally, and uh, that cost us the game. It's very typical of a team when they have somebody as polarizing as Henry. When that doesn't work, you know, your confidence is a shot. And then when Corey Davis leaves the game, you're left, uh, you know, trying to convert some long, uh, long plays, you know, throwing the ball to Khalif Raymond. We haven't looked his way since yeah. – you know, three months ago. Like, you can't do that in one of the biggest games of your franchise history. When uh, Raymond falls down on that play, Davis would have, um, whatever reason, he was on the sideline with some type of injury. 
was hard to tell. And uh, I, I think Davis doesn't fall down there. We saw guys – the field uh, obviously wasn't in, in, in very good of shape. Uh, we saw players on both teams falling down um, all afternoon. I feel like if Davis was in there, Landon, I feel like that could have been differently. I agree that he gets his head around and he makes a play on the ball. At the very least, it's a pass breakup instead of Raymond just falling over himself and Peters walking into an interception. But And on the broadcast, they point out A.J. Brown getting through a double team. Right. He would have been open for a deep touchdown. But Tannehill had already thrown the ball by the time Brown broke open. It wasn't like they had gotten major pressure, so I don't know if he just locked in on Raymond if that was a design read. But like John said, a guy who hasn't done anything since week three, your season's on the line. Why are you not just forcing it to A.J. Brown at the worst? You know, it worked for them a few possessions earlier when they went to Batson on third down and converted. That's the game. Uh, stats didn't jump out to us. Uh, we It was a tough one to watch. I never had a good feel for this. Vegas never had a good feel for us. Yeah, we we beat this team, uh, you know, twice in the last 12 months, but we just came up short today. Moving on, uh, what's the big offseason question? Can we finally get a pass rush? You know, that has to be the the problem that's solved. We saw it today. I mean, surprisingly, we did get a little bit of pass rush on Lamar, but, you know, we can attribute a lot of that to him holding on to the ball too long and trying to make more plays with his feet. Um, We did get some sacks today, but we were the team with the least amount of sacks throughout the entire season. That has to change. And, you know, even if we didn't lose today, we would have run into the same issue. We talked about it earlier. If we were, you know, if whether we go to Kansas City or to Buffalo – it's going to be a problem there, too, and we're going to get exposed. So we have to find some way to invest draft capital, to trade, a big free agent signing. I mean, you know, we we swung for the fences with Beasley and Clowney, and that didn't really work well. So we've got to figure out a way. And, Landon, if you're John Robinson, what's the offensive priority? I think the priority is Humphreys is getting cut, sadly. Corey Davis is probably out the door to a big contract, I'd say. Just getting a serviceable wide receiver, too. In the fourth quarter today, Nick Westbrook, an undrafted rookie, was on the field for most of those plays. And like you said, Cleef Raymond, Cam Batson, guys who are wide receiver fours and fives, are going to make key plays, and our depth just really got exposed. Just in for agency, can he fix that wide receiver depth a little and then hit it again in the draft? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you can't call 11-5 and five a bad season. I think when we have a little time, we'll be – uh, happy to just kind of been in the fray again. But as you mentioned, John, we've been talking about it all day. Our time was coming up. Uh, I was more hopeful even last season after 9-7 and seven and and obviously some early question marks. We finished 7-3. and three. This season just felt like our defensive confusion, really more than anything else, was going to catch up to us. Off-season priority, I think, would uh, add another big presence in that defensive room, uh, even a coach. Defensive coaching matters in the NFL. Scheme really does matter. I bet these guys will get together and find uh, a way to get on the same page, and hopefully we'll get this COVID stuff behind us uh, as a country and a world, and these guys will be able to spend a lot of time with each other even in the summer and get this right. Now, there is talent there, but uh, we've had some guys that we've kind of had to move on from that will hopefully be back and be healthy. Taylor Lewan and maybe Adore Jackson will get – you know, totally healthy and back in sync, uh, you know, a disappointing effort. We have an aggressive front office. We'll have some new faces and we'll lose some guys. And maybe we'll bring some guys, some interesting new blood in uh, from the draft. But, you know, uh, a tough day for an otherwise steady and, and well-performing franchise. You know, obviously it was a big day for us, for us as a team, as a as a history, hosting our first playoff game in what has been what's felt like forever. 
Um, but honestly, I think we were better suited last year because, right. you know, we're, we're, we're on the road. Um, pressure's mm-hmm. on. I would not be surprised if, you know, everybody was like, oh, well, we get the home game, blah, you know, whatever. We're, favor- we, we have, we're the higher seed. You know, there wasn't a ton of pressure, and all the pressure was on the Ravens. They're on the road. Lamar hasn't won a playoff game. So they're in that bigger spot, and they take advantage of it. And that's a team that's, they are the team we were last year. Right now, like you said, it's a disappointing season because we end on a low note. But eleven and five is the best we finished in a long time. I'm proud of this team, the way they fought, fought through a lot of adversity. Um, we've talked about the offensive line, and a lot of teams wouldn't have made it losing two left tackles. A lot to hang our hat on, but we definitely have some some holes and some problems we need to fix before next season. Just a really uninspiring game today. Like even with the Chiefs game last year, where they beat us up. It hurt to lose. At the very least, we tried to go down swinging. We kept playing to the bitter end. It could have been a game, but we had a pass interference in the last couple of minutes that ended the game, but we were still trying to win. Today it was just, we were just holding on for dear life. The defense played, even though they had made so many mistakes, they only gave up 20 points to an offense that's been red hot down the stretch. And the offense just reverted back to what it was under Mariota and Malarkey in the dark years, just uninspiring play call not scoring enough and just praying the defense does enough to win and the strengths of our team flipped and we weren't ready. We're all three big enough Titans fans that it's tough to think about more football. How do you see the rest of this playing out? What do you look for throughout this playoff season, Big Phil? I hate to say it, but I think the Ravens are in a good spot. Um, you know, the Ravens and the Bills, I think they have the best shots to the Super Bowl. I think that's going to be your AFC championship matchup. Wow. Kansas City is beatable. I think the Steelers are beatable. I think it's really going to come down to these two teams because they have these, you know, solid defenses. They have these dual threat quarterbacks with, you know, a lot of different skilled positions. I think that's what your your AFC Championship matchup is going to be. I'm just rooting for chaos so long as the Steelers or Ravens don't win the Super Bowl. Anything <laughs> that's it. Anything else I'm happy with. Even if they win, if they lose, I'm happy. Unless those two teams win, I think I'll be happy watching the playoffs no matter what happens. Even if it's boring and it's Chiefs. Packers in the Super Bowl. I'll still enjoy it because it's high-level football, but just hopefully maybe the Browns can have an upset. I'm just going to root for the franchises like the Bucks, the Bills, teams that have been irrelevant for this century, really, outside of 2002 for the Bucks. I just hope some new blood enters the championship window. In a few days, I think I'll be ready for football. I'm not, I'm not ready for any more football this weekend. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just kind of over it, but uh, I bet a lot of you uh, guys listening are, are the same way. We do appreciate you guys tuning in to us all season. We've had a really successful one. We appreciate you. It's a lot of fun doing this. As you guys can probably tell, we're watching this game together. Uh, we socially distance, so we can put ourselves in a position to do this. I think this is only our uh, third game this season. We've all been able to watch together where typically we would go to all these games We'll be back with you, of course. We enjoy doing this just as much in the offseason. You guys all know we're draft Knicks. We love the draft. We'll be with you for free agency, coaching carousel, other news uh, when we can. Only one team gets to go out on top, right? In one of these years, maybe, guys, that'll be us. But we'll be back with you guys shortly. Fellas, you too. Been a great season. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.